Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All of my help, all of our help comes from the Lord. Praise his wonderful name. Won't you just lift your hands and just worship the name of the Lord. We're giving God thanks one more time for those songs of encouragement. All of our help, all of my help comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. I take this opportunity one more time just to welcome each and every one of us to our service here at Faith Deliverance International Ministries. Those who have joined us on Zoom, on YouTube, on Facebook Live, we want to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we certainly believe that it is not by chance why you have taken the time out just to be with us, but it's something that has been orchestrated by God, divine purpose, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I believe that the Lord has impressed upon your heart this morning, is preparing you for a blessing that comes from him. And as we embark on the word of God at this time, I want us to uh, surrender our attention, every bit of it, to the Lord Jesus Christ, to what he has to say to us this morning. And if we receive the word, certainly there will be a blessing. A song came in my spirit this morning. It is no secret what God can do, what he has done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, He'll pardon you. It is no secret what God can do. Perhaps you may have been looking on others and seeing the fruitful life that they are living and wondering how can I match up? How could I ever become like that? Others who have met Jesus have a changed life. Perhaps you're still in the crowd wondering, will I ever be like that person? Leave such a blessing. Can my life, can I ever change? A songwriter said, it is no secret what God can do. What he has done for those that you're looking on. He can do the same for you. With arms wide open. He will pardon you. It is no secret. What God. Can do. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I want for us this morning to turn our Bibles to the Gospel of St. John, chapter 6. Gospel of St. John, chapter 6. And I'll be reading selective verses from this passage of Scripture. Bible said, Jesus replied, having made the statement, I am the bread of life. St. John chapter 6, in verse 35, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But to the crowd, to the religious folks, he said, you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me. I want us to bear that in mind. Jesus said, those that the Father has given me will come to me and 
I will never, I will never reject them. I will never reject them. Verse 40 says, For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise him up or them up at the last day. The people began to murmur in disagreement because he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, stop complaining about what I said. For no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day, I will raise them up. Verse 37. However, those the Father has given me will come to me and I will never reject them. Verse 44 of John chapter 6. For no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day, I will raise them up. Gospel of Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 reads, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and he shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Those whom the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. No one can come unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And on the last day, I will raise them. I will raise them up. Father, have mercy on us this morning. Open our understanding, touch us, remove doubts, fears. Lord Jesus, every evil spirit that's speaking to our mind, God, I pray at this time that you would cause us to be still in your presence, to hear your words, and that by believing, oh God, we may. Receive eternal life. Lord Jesus, touch us again. We're feeble. We're weak. Lord, we're empty. We need to be filled. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon me, Lord. Wash me. Cleanse me. Lord, speak through me. Hide me, God, under your blood. Behind the cross, Lord, let me be never be seen, God. But let your name, let you be seen. They have joined, Lord Jesus, not because of personalities, but God, because they want to see Jesus. Lord, may your presence ever bless us. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you, Lord. We say thanks in Jesus' name. Amen.
praise the name of the Lord. I hope, I don't hope to be along with you this morning, but I want to speak this morning from the topic, quit complaining and position yourself. Quit complaining, position yourself. In the gospel of Luke, chapter 18, Luke gives us an account of two different kinds of personalities or different persons that wanted or desired or that had come to Jesus. Luke gives us in Luke chapter 19 of an individual that's known to us as a rich man. You have a gospel account. He was described as a rich young ruler. A man who approached the Lord Jesus Christ. With an interest in finding out what should one do to inherit eternal life. Jesus began to have a conversation with him. And in the end, ask him, pose to him demanded of him to sell everything that he had and distribute it to the poor. The one thing that was needed to inherit eternal life. The scripture tells us that he left the presence of the Lord sorrowful. Luke, in his account, begins to prepare our minds of the various personality types that have shown interest in the Lord. The rich young ruler represented one that was interested in inheriting eternal life, but unwilling to surrender all. And in the end, rejects Jesus. There are many people, brothers and sisters, that think that eternal life is free. Cost nothing. Which is quite false. Eternal life cost, cost a man everything. He is and everything he has. This was the issue of this young ruler unwilling to surrender everything he had, everything he was, reject Jesus and left the presence of him sorrowful. Luke allows us to understand, brothers and sisters, in the story of this young ruler, which is, which is quite true to any man who comes in the presence of the Lord and ultimately rejects him, such a person will never leave 
his presence with joy. Doesn't matter how much he has in this world to make him comfortable. When he rejects Christ, ultimately, his life is one that's filled with sorrow. It is interesting as Luke gives us his account and we're building up to something. Luke tells us of another man calls him the blind beggar. Man who represents the poor eating. The one who only had bread if persons would stretch their hands out to give him. This man did not have the ability to walk directly into the presence of our master. The young ruler had an audience or a conversation with our master. He was granted the privilege to go directly to our master. But this man, he was blind. Couldn't see. But he heard the noise of a crowd passing by. While he was sitting in his familiar position. Something had changed. He heard a crowd. He heard the noise of people going by. And he questioned. What is happening? They told him. Jesus the Nazarene was going by. This man began shouting. Jesus thou son of David. Have mercy upon me. And the crowd asked him to be quiet. But he shouted even more. Jesus, have mercy on me. Luke tells us that in the midst of the crowd, Jesus heard his voice. And Jesus Responded to him. Ordered that the man be brought to him. As the man came near. Jesus asked him. What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? The beggar. The blind. The destitute. I want to receive. That I may see Lord. He can't see Jesus. He's only hearing a voice. But he said. That I may see. I want to see. I want to have the ability to see. Jesus. Replied to him. Receive your sight. Your faith. Has made you whole. Immediately, the man's eyes were open. The cloud of darkness was removed and he began to see. Scripture tells us, gives us, Luke ends with the character of this blind man. He was interested in more than sight. But when he began to see, he saw much more than he had anticipated. The Bible tells us that he followed Jesus, praised, and all who saw it.
praise God too. In the book of Luke, chapter 19, this is where we're going to pay close attention to this morning. The blind man who was sitting on the outskirts of Jericho received his sight. But Luke tells us now, by the time Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town, there was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region. And he had become very rich. Very rich. Luke had just recorded the story of the rich young ruler. And the words of the Lord Jesus that tells us it is very hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. But with God, all things are possible. Bible said that Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector in the region and had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus. But he was too short to see over the crowd. The King James Version gives us a a better rendering. Verse 3 tells us, Zacchaeus sought to see Jesus, who he was. Did not know him. Saw the movement of the crowd. Wanted to find out What had caused this crowd? Zacchaeus was similar to the personality of the rich young ruler. Scripture tells us that he was very rich. And his position as a tax collector, brothers and sisters, had not placed him into a favorable one. Because the Jews hated the tax collectors. Because under the Roman government, they would appoint one from the, the Jewish nation in every city to collect taxes from the Jews on behalf of the Roman government. To the Jews, They consider such persons to be traitors. They were often ridiculed and disliked by society or by the Jews because they collected from their brothers to give the Roman government. So Zacchaeus He heard that Jesus, or he saw a crowd rather. He's interested in finding out what's causing this crowd. Who's the one that's leading in the midst of this crowd? So the Bible tells us, That he could not see because he was little of stature. He was a short man. He could not see in the midst of the crowd. 
He had a difficulty. Because he was short. But that did not stop him. He had an interest. So to overcome this obstacle. Zacchaeus ran before. Climbed up. Positioned himself. In a sycamore tree. To see him. For he was to pass. That way. Crowd was going by. Blind man heard. But Zacchaeus saw. Could not see. The cause of it. And could not understand what it meant. And wanted to find out. Brothers and sisters. Let's understand. When he climbed the sycamore tree. He did not really know who he was. Jesus. But he positioned himself in the way. Because he was interested in finding out. Who. He wanted to know. Who Jesus is. The Bible said that when the master passed by. He stopped. Zacchaeus looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste. Quick, come down. For today I must abide at thy house. Brothers and sisters, there are many of us who are interested in finding out Who Jesus really is. Perhaps. You've heard about him. Perhaps. You have. Heard many stories. Testimonies. And you simply want to find out. But while the young man. The young ruler. Ultimately rejects the demand of Jesus. The poor beggar said, Lord, have mercy upon me. But Zacchaeus has found himself in a position where he's wandering. He has an interest, but he's uncertain if he will ever be accepted. Interested, but don't know if he's qualified. How many of us, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, have heard about Jesus? Interested in knowing about him. But deep down, we're asking the question Am I qualified? But he will never have audience with me. Uh, I'm too messed up for him to even accept me. I'm too messed up for him to show me any attention. But Jesus saw him. Zacchaeus, the tax collector, the one who is ridiculed, the outcast, 
One who was comfortable with his riches. But deep down, this was a lonely man. For in getting rich, the position that he found himself in had made him an enemy of his own people. He was lonely. But he was desperate to see Jesus. I mean, you know that any man who finds himself with a desperation for the Lord, just wanting to see him, how many you know that you will find him? Seek and you will find him. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us that as the crowd was passing by, Jesus looked up and saw him. For nothing is ever hidden from our master. He wanted to see Jesus. But Jesus saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at your house. Jesus called him by name. Brothers and sisters, when people we know call us by our names, doesn't say much. Stranger can identify you by name quickly. You begin to understand that this is quite different. Jesus saw him, not only saw him, but knew him, knew that he was a tax collector. Knew that he was considered a traitor. Knew that he was considered a sinner. Knew that the people, the Jews, did not want to have to do anything with this man. He's a traitor. Jesus saw him. Knew him. Brothers and sisters. Call him. By name. So come down. Quickly. I want to. Abide with you today. Zacchaeus. Made haste. And came down. And received him. Joyfully. This man positioned himself. While others were murmuring, questioning who Jesus is. There are those who followed him, that believed on him. But those, there, then there are those who followed him, criticizing him. Zacchaeus position himself to be blessed of the Lord. The Bible tells us that Jesus asked him a question. Zacchaeus, would you receive me in your home? Come down quickly. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy.
Some folks are thinking, am I qualified? Will he ever accept me? What do I have to do? Zacchaeus simply came down, went to his house quickly with Jesus. I want for us to understand, brothers and sisters, the man who possibly had a a burden of guilt in his spirit. The rich man, the wealthy man, but yet possibly the lonely man had suddenly received an invitation or asked by the Lord Jesus Christ, would you take me home with you today? What a request from the Lord. The Bible said that Zacchaeus took him home, brought him home. And it isn't this, brothers and sisters, that something took place in the house of Zacchaeus. While he had gone inside the house, we're not told about the conversation. While the curtains are drawn, Jesus, who had a purpose in his mind when he asked Zacchaeus to take him home, Jesus must have said something to Zacchaeus. While he's in the house, we're not told. That crowd could not fit in the house. The crowd is on the outside. The curtain is drawn. And Jesus is speaking with Zacchaeus. Or would somebody. Have in position yourself. Find yourself. In the house. With Jesus. Listen. Listen. To what he has to say. What he has to say. Has everything to do. With eternal life. Your future. Luke tells us. That the people. The crowd. Was displeased. Because Jesus has gone to be the guest. Of a notorious sinner. Everyone considered him. He said a chief tax collector. A chief sinner in their eyes. The crowd was self-righteous. The crowd did not understand the mission of Jesus. were murmuring and grumbling. This man, Christ Jesus, has gone to be a guest in the house of a notorious sinner. Why is it he's gone to be with Zacchaeus? And in the case of others, why is it He's gone in the midst of the drugs then. In the house of the harlots. In the bars. In the gambling den. Why is he going down into such places? Don't he know 
that this is the place of the sinner. While they were murmuring, Jesus was unfolding himself to Zacchaeus. Begin to think about what was happening and in the house of Zacchaeus. As Jesus began to unfold himself, the guilt of Zacchaeus was being removed. I mean, you know, this morning, you don't have to live a life of guilt. Position yourself. Quit the murmuring. Don't be a part of the crowd. Position yourself to be blessed of him this morning. Bible tells us that somewhere between verse 6 and 7, Zacchaeus came out. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor. I wonder if Jesus had opposed a similar demand to him like he had to the rich man. Zacchaeus after being with Jesus, came out a different individual. The man who was selfish, the man who was covetous, came out with a statement that was quite different from who he was. Before the Lord, he confessed, I will give half of my wealth to the poor. Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Something had changed in the life of Zacchaeus. We see a man who is ready to deny himself. To take up his cross and to follow Jesus in the way. The blind man did not have this struggle. He had no wealth. He was a beggar. And he received his sight. He just merely praised God. Continued to praise God. And followed Jesus in the way. Zacchaeus was heavy burdened. Heavy laden. And burdened. With the pleasures and the cares of this life. An encounter with the Lord Jesus. Allowed him to know. That a man must lose everything to follow me. A man must surrender. He said, Lord, if I've cheated anything. Cheated people of their taxes. I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded. We see here brothers and sisters. He's a repentant man. A man that had come. To terms. With himself. And recognized that there's a higher order. To life. That comes from Jesus. And Zacchaeus was prepared. 
to turn everything over to Jesus. He wanted to be a new man. The self-righteous crowd was criticizing him. They had already labeled him the notorious sinner. This man, Christ Jesus, has gone to the house of such a man. Brothers and sisters, I want us to understand. It doesn't matter what others think about you. It doesn't matter what they are saying about you. If Jesus has come to your house, it means, brothers and sisters, that the spirit of the Lord has drawn you to him. Hello, somebody. I want to speak to somebody this morning who is burdened with guilt. I want you to understand that right now in this atmosphere, Jesus is in the presence of your house. He wants to abide with you. He wants to dwell with you. He has something to say to you. He wants to change the course of your life. The path that you're on. The path that leaves you lonely. The path that leaves you broken. The path that leads you, that keeps you trapped in a cycle. The path that never quenches your thirst. The path that never, my God Almighty, fill you, my God Almighty, you, when you're hungry. The path that traps you in the midst of darkness. You've never seen the light. I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, the light has come to your house. The light is shining upon you this morning. He wants to make you a new person. Zacchaeus, come down. I see you. I know you. I know the very number of years that's upon your head. Brothers and sisters, Jesus knows us. No man is hidden from him. No sin is too great for him to handle. No life is too messed up for him to repair and to make it brand new. No man's story, my God, is yet complete that he can't add a new chapter in your life. We're talking about the one that comes to give life. We're talking about the one that comes to make you a new person. Hallelujah. If you give him a chance to come to your house, if you come down quickly from your sycamore tree and take him home with you, you will never be the same again. Oh, God Almighty. The reason why you're in darkness, perhaps you're like the young ruler. You have something to say about yourself my God almighty but how beat you humbly yourself like Zacchaeus I don't have nothing to say I'm just glad to take him home with me this morning I'm just glad to have him in the midst of my house this morning the crowd on the outside they have labeled me I have no friend for you Lord Jesus to tell me can I come home with you today, Zacchaeus? Those were the most precious words I've ever heard for, for, for a long, long time. I've never heard anything like that. I came out seeking to find out who is it that's passing through Jericho. But you saw me and you invited me. You tell me, come down and take me home with you. I never expect to have such an invitation. Brother, sister, I'm talking to my God, the man, the woman that's broken in pieces. Hallelujah. Perhaps you have positioned yourself, my God. There are obstacles in your way. You want to meet Jesus. But there's a crowd that you have to pass by. There are obstacles that is preventing you from getting, my God, Jesus' attention. Others who have labeled you, my God, making you feel that there's no hope for you. That you're worth nothing to have an audience with Jesus. 
Jesus says, in the midst of the crowd, I see a man who wants to find me. Hallelujah. I see a man who is seeking. Hallelujah. And heaven tells me, those who seek my God Almighty, they shall find. And so Jesus said, come on, take me home with you. Quit the crowd. Take me home with you. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand this morning, if you would position yourself, if you would get beyond self, what Zacchaeus did, hallelujah, we see a man climbing a tree. But can you understand that this is a man of status? He's Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector, climbing a sycamore tree. Such a man was in a privileged position but could not get into the midst of the crowd. He could have gone back home rejecting Jesus, but he had to learn to humble himself. And so in the midst of the crowd, he climbed a, a sycamore tree because he knew that the crowd was passing by. He just wanted to see who was this man. But Jesus saw him and knew deep down in the, in the heart of Zacchaeus. Here is a man who's seeking a change in his life. Brothers and sisters, I want you to understand there's no obstacle that you can't overcome to meet with Jesus. Would you take him home? Would you invite him in? The Bible said that after Zacchaeus confessed, I've cheated people on their taxes. I will give them back four times. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this home today. Takes a broken heart. Man who's repentant. Brothers and sisters, I want you to understand how quickly one can receive salvation. Jesus says, right after the man's confession, salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man, the son of man came to seek and to save those who are lost. True son of Abraham, Zacchaeus, for the son of man, Jesus. His purpose and his mission is to seek and to save those who are lost. Brothers, sisters, there are no obstacles. That can prevent us or stop us. When we by faith. Believe. In Jesus. The crowd. Luke tells us. In the story of the blind man. That he noticed a change in the atmosphere. He heard people passing by. The voices, the footsteps allowed him to know that there's, there's something different 
this time. He questioned, who is it? What's happening? They told him, Jesus the Nazarene is passing by. Here is a man that is seeking. He too has positioned himself. And as soon as they told him it was Jesus, right away he began to cry out, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy upon me. Mercy is what he needed. Jesus heard, stopped, and commanded that he be brought to him. I want you to understand how desperate one can become for the Lord. That when you cry out of your spirit. It doesn't matter what's happening around. Jesus will stop for you. Bartimia said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Obstacle number one, the crowd. The crowd told him who was passing by, but did not want him to interrupt the man Christ Jesus. As soon as he cried out for the Lord Jesus, the crowd could not meet the need of the man concerning his sight. The crowd was comfortable handing out tokens to him. A little bit of food here. A dime here. So his life is lived according to what he receives from the crowd. But this man needed more than what the crowd could offer. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Bartimaeus, keep quiet. Don't disturb him. He cried a little louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Immediately, the master stopped. It's as if the woman who touched him with the issue of blood. Somebody touch me. In my own thinking. I'm believing that the masters. I heard a cry of desperation. Who is it? Recognizing that it's blind Bartimaeus. He said bring him to me. How I many you know. It doesn't matter what's happening. Hallelujah. A desperate plea will never go. Unnoticed by the Lord. You've got to learn to position yourself. Hallelujah. Physically. Hallelujah. Whether it be in crying. Hallelujah. Or like Zacchaeus, he went up into a tree. Hallelujah. Bartimaeus went before him. Jesus said, what is it that you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus said, master, that I may receive my sight. I don't need no food. I don't need nothing material right here. I just want to be able to see. I want to see you. Uh, can I get my sight, Lord? I want my sight back. Hallelujah. I want to be able to see. Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. And immediately the man's eye popped open and he saw Jesus and began to praise him, began to worship him and began, my God Almighty, the Bible tells us that he followed him in the way, praising God. Zacchaeus, brothers and sisters, my God Almighty, Zacchaeus, hallelujah, 
when the curtain was drawn and he had his conversation with the Lord Jesus Christ, he became a brand new man. Somebody said, your guilt will remain with you, lie from the pit of hell. What you need is a conversation with the Lord. What you need is to hear what the Lord Jesus has to say for you you my god almighty hallelujah when he was done talking with the lord jesus he came out my god almighty and he said hallelujah whatsoever i've taken from your people my god i'm going to give it back and if i've cheated anyone on their taxes i'm going to restore it fourfold my god almighty such was the nature of the man because he came in contact with jesus he was changed from inside out he didn't consider my God the old lifestyle where he was grabbing 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 but his life was now changed where he was graciously restoring and giving one encounter with the Lord Jesus one encounter can change you doesn't matter if you're in the drugs den and you're trapped in a cycle narcotics you have to live on the drugs to survive an encounter with the Lord hallelujah I'm talking about an encounter that will change your mind change your spirit hallelujah an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ I'm not talking about a program hallelujah I'm talking about coming in contact with the Lord Jesus that can loose you from your drug addiction. That can loose you from your gambling spell. Hallelujah. You're trying to win, but you find yourself losing. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, an encounter that will cause you to be victorious forever. Hallelujah. What you want, what you need at this critical point in your life. It's an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. Will you lift your hands? Hallelujah. An encounter that will deliver you from bitterness. An encounter that will cause you to forgive. An encounter that will cause you to love passionately. Hallelujah. It comes from the presence of the Lord. For no man can come in contact with God and be the same. No man can come in contact with God and ever be the same. I don't care if you reject him. You're changed forever. Because the sorrow and the burden, when a man rejects Christ, the sorrow, the burden is magnified in his eyes. He's never the same. Man who receives Jesus, how much more blessed he is. He's changed forever. Hallelujah. An encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ will heal you from the pains of your past. What you need is Jesus. He's the counselor. There's no program in this earth that can answer the questions of a man, can heal the brokenness of a man, like Jesus can. Hallelujah. Shamba Kosiah. Won't you lift your hands? What it takes, brothers and sisters, is for one to position themselves. What does it mean to position myself? It means a man who is prepared to surrender. A man who is prepared to give up. A man who is prepared to lose himself. To let go of self. Fall free to the loving arms of Jesus. He'll take your pain away. He'll heal you from your misery of your past. Hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands where you are right now. Hallelujah. One encounter will change you forever.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Won't you lift your hands and bless the name of the Lord? Hallelujah. Just an encounter. Position yourself this morning, brothers and sisters. Uh, quit the murmuring. Someone is saying this morning, uh, too much hypocrisy. No, you watch what's happening around. Look on Jesus in him. Hallelujah. There's no guile. There's no hypocrisy. He's full of grace and truth. Men may be hypocrites. But my salvation has nothing to do with men. Everything to do with God. Repentance. Surrender. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I must receive. Hallelujah. No one can touch you like Jesus can.